hungry. hungry. Run, run the track. Darling, there's only one God. The Dirty Bag Podcast is your virtual check-in spot to celebrate the highs, unpack the lows, and sort through the in-betweens of life. It's a place to laugh, cry, self-correct, and cut up. I'm your host, Cookie, and I'm in these grown folk trenches right along with you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the final episode of season one, 2021 of the Dirty Bag Podcast, y'all. This year that went by so damn fast. I'm, I'm grateful for every guest that's poured into it and came on with the laughs, the tears, the the best practices, the cautionary tales and all of that. And I feel like I'm wrapping this year up the best way possible with one of my favorite fiery cancers. So today's guest is jewelry designer, Jenny Lovett. Now I'm gonna let her go ahead and give her intro intro because this woman wears a shit ton of hats, but she is that girl and she is freaking hilarious. Hey, Jenny. (laughs) Hi, boo. (laughs) <laughs> excuse my voice y'all I'm congested as well like seriously awesome. but we gonna make this work though. we gonna make it work girl everybody been getting sick so look we out here sounding like Batman on this motherfucker but it's okay, okay. Y'all gonna... <laughs> I'm already raspy the city needs you here <laughs> do you I do make jewelry I um uh I have two websites. Uh one is galaxy.com, but right now um Jenny Levette is my main focus and Galaxy is just a branch off of it. So what I'm doing is I'm creating side hustles for women. It's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like Avon, not to like downplay it, but it's really like I have sales reps that um sell my jewelry and then um they make a percentage based off of the code that is used for their right. purchase, their customers' purchases. Yeah. How did you start making jewelry? Yep. That just sound hard. Hmm, it's not hard at all. And what I really wish that I could do is like just start teaching a course on it because it's really not hard at all. Anybody can do it. It's just, um, you know, you gotta love it because it's kind of tedious. And when you got a lot of orders and you up late at night, some, if you don't love it, you're gonna be like, I'm, I'm no, for real. This. Like, my eyes going crossed, you know what I'm saying? Gluing the wrong thing on and having to let it pop it back off after it dried. And, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot involved, but um, it's very easy. I started because um, uh, I was, I made jewelry when I was in high school, but it was, it was mediocre. It was like friendship bracelets, little shit like that. Um, which have become very popular. Yeah. And might I add. <laughs> but um I started this year. So I was working, I was working on a job that I didn't like. I was pregnant and my uh baby daddy was a, a fucking idiot. And so <laughs> I found myself back at my parents' house. I'm sorry. You said keep it rocking. I just was at home flip feeling around one day and I made some earrings that looked like blue jeans. And I put a hook on them and I took them to work. I mean, I wore them to work and everybody was, you know, like, oh my God, you should make those. 
And then um, I started making them and selling them on the job until somebody hated and was like, you know, just like I couldn't, something about I shouldn't be doing that at work. They told one of the, what you call people, uh, the higher ups and stuff. So I was like, well, um, motherfuckers been here selling candy, motherfucking gift baskets, all types of <laughs> shit. Why you hate <laughs> We encourage <laughs> entrepreneurship. Just not yours. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, okay. So eventually when I quit, I just started, um, I started on Etsy, but I felt like, um, a little fish in a big pond. I felt like nobody would ever see me on Etsy. So I, um, I started on Vistaprint, I think. Yep. I had my own website on Vistaprint for at least a year or two, but at the time, y'all, my name was so funky. It wasn't Jenny Levitt. So funky spelled S E W. Oh, it was motherfucker right now. I thought lame you were right it was funky. No, baby. So because the the majority of my ju- my jewelry was like denim, I would sew by hand. Oh, S E W. Yeah, S E W. I like it though. Nah. No, you can do something with that. Nah. I feel like that ship it- has sailed. You know what? So people started thinking that people started thinking that I was a seamstress, and I didn't really want to keep explaining to people that I wasn't a seamstress. So okay. early in the game, I just switched my name to Jenny Levitt, which is really my government name, right? But with a twist. But with a twist. So you went through quite a bit of a journey being a yeah. creative, like just kind of. So what drives it for you? Yeah. Some people start out, and I think a big theme, a major theme on here on the podcast has been like women just branching out, taking risks, and just following mm-hmm. things that they're passionate about and just see where it takes them. So what has that journey been mm-hmm. like for you? Um, I don't even know if I have like a... um. A description of it it's like some days I some days I love it some days I hate it but yeah. every day I make money <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like I, <laughs> some days I don't like doing it some days I love doing it but every day I gotta do it because that's how I'm trying to pay my bills and um you know my dad passed so that was a lot of my um motivation at one point and then when he passed in 2015 I just was like fuck jewelry like I don't even have anybody to impress anymore because he was really the only person that I tried to impress so when he died I'm all like shit don't nobody give a fuck about this jewelry for real like my family think this shit a hobby they think I need to get a real job man I went through that whole then I went through imposter syndrome where I'm like girl your jewelry I you know what I'm saying we talked about ain't nobody about to pay you, but ain't nobody about to pay you no twenty five dollars for no motherfucking earrings. Lies, you tell. Look, they pay twenty five for everything. Lies, I told myself. Right. Lies, I told myself. So, um, in the end, it's what I love to do, and I can't stop doing it. No matter how much I try to quit, no matter how much I get frustrated, upset, afraid discouraged I always come back to jewelry always or accessories or just sewing or crafting and my all my newest thing is thrifting it's not new but it's yeah I just don't 
I just started bringing attention to it because at first I didn't think that it was um, anything anybody cared about. And now it's all like, like a trend and shit. We on a budget this out here. Like this is how I dress. Yeah, like this ain't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we going somewhere this weekend? We going somewhere this weekend? Between like sometime between Monday through Thursday, I'm hitting up Play-Doh's closet. Like, let me see what I could find for $25 or less. I love three. And then I just feel like you ain't got to spend And then I get the little phone. text messages. I get the little text messages where they give us the um the little, you know, deals for the week. Oh, this week we got t-shirts for 75% off. Word? 75% off? I need about 10 more shirts. Look, see, so, I love hitting up them high-end high thrift stores. I go where right. rich folks get annoyed with their items and just give it away for no reason like that's my thing really i'll be right over i'll be right over here in Florissant. but you know what the one <laughs> out the one further out is better though the one uh like on manchester the play-doh's closet yeah i get a lot of i get a lot of bomb shoes from the goodwill um but the goodwill play-doh's closet and just like random little thrift stores that i find they're the best I, I feel love like them. That. Yeah, you don't have to spend money. Oh, so on my on my YouTube channel, girl, don't get me started on this YouTube channel that I have. Started. Where I have at least I got like I got followers on this thing, man. And I haven't even put up a video because I can't narrow down. I don't want my YouTube page to be all over the place. I want to have like a a structure, you know what I'm saying? I do know that I want to do thrifting. So I think my first video is going to be thrifting. So I have a segment called Heavy on the Thrift. H O T T. You see what I did there? You see what I did? <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did, baby? Soon as I thought of that shit, I went and Googled it like, fuck that. Just make right. sure. You know what I'm saying? But, but um, girl, but get into that though. You just you just brought up a good point though. So like, and I uh, saw it that you haven't la quite launched it yet, but you don't. You got followers, and you don't know. You don't want it to be all over the place. The thing about you, I think that really well, not that because people want to hear what you got to say. Because if you don't know Jenny, first of all, if you follow her on Facebook, her content will have you in tears. And here's why: Jenny don't. <laughs> Jenny says the shit that don't nobody else want to say because they don't want to be judged. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You don't. And I think that I, I, I think that people live vicariously through you. So it's like, oh shit, she got a YouTube oh, channel. Do. So now we get they to do. watch her say the shit that we get to read all day. And that's the question <laughs> I want to ask. With your creativity, you you kind of intertwine your personality in it. So what is it? How are you able to be so comfortable being a, a free spirit in ways that other people just like, I ain't trying to say that because I don't either worry about getting canceled, worried about looking a certain way to these dudes because that's what really got me with you is the community you created the quirky sexy magic bay community for women so let's go ahead and get into that look how you just brought up come on you knew it was coming you knew it was coming i be forgetting i be doing stuff i forget that i be doing stuff she forgets hey. everything okay so i i started this group i started the group with the intentions to just have a community of women that i can sell shit to. I'm not gonna even lie to you. <laughs> I'm not gonna even lie to you. I just was like, "Ooh, these people support me. Let me put them all in a group and just shove my shit down their throat all fucking day." 
That's, that's literally what I was trying to do. But it became like a safe space for people. Like people started posting really like intimate and and just beautiful ass shit in this group. And I and they and they were like inspired by me, and I was so confused. How? Like that's not what I brought y'all to this group for. I didn't know that it was going to become that. And it just, it's still a safe space. People still go in there and post things that they can't post on their page or that they might be judged for. Right. And we discuss things that even though we don't agree on everything, because it's all types of women in the group. It and is. it's not a huge group. It's like a little over 200 and some women. And, you know, we have some people who participate, some people who don't. I love them all because they all still see it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Kind of cute. I'm kind of I'm kind of disappointed that they're not gonna see me because I'm actually kind of cute. It but is. no, you got this Lisa Bonet <laughs> Northside. You got this Lisa Bonet Northside edition going on right now. Is that what it is? Yes, Northside, it is. Hold up. Let me tell this story. So there's two. Okay, different... the transparency. Let's get back okay. To it. okay. So Jenny told two kind of stories, and she did it in the group, and I felt like you sort of did it publicly. So. Back, and I'm going to tie okay. this into you bringing up that she was a church girl because now everything does make sense. Okay. So you look at Jenny's content and you think like, okay, she probably got like a, a slew, like a circus of niggas, right? Just a whole bunch. And uh, she, but then as she talks, you, uh, you figure out you really are selective. Like everybody really don't get access to you like that. So you told this story about somebody that you blocked. Somebody you was really feeling one year, you ended up blocking them. And somehow I, I'm... I'm paraphrasing, but he found you again and he asked you like, you know, like, why'd you cut me off? Like, I really used to rock with you. I guess he got married and you was, you said flat out, like, I wanted you and I couldn't have you. Nobody would say that. Yeah. So I've actually, and this is about to sound really fucked up, but (laughs) but hear me out. (laughs) Hear me out. I've, I felt that way about a few men, but hear me out. Wait, we're we're led to believe we're led to believe that we're supposed to be happy for people when they move on, and that's supposed to be like the truest form of love. If you really love someone, you're going to be happy for them, whether they're with you or with their someone else, because as long as they're happy, that's 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 not me. That's not me. That I'm not happy about that shit. The only way I'm happy about you being with another bitch is if I don't care about you no more. That's just right. When I stop giving a fuck about you being with other bitches, nigga, I really do not like you. Ah, like I really do not like you if I don't care about you being with other women. And you, when I say that, I mean like moving on. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean when I say that. Um, most of the time though, when my shit is over, it's over. Like. I've, mm. I've already exhausted all of the possibilities and now I just no longer like you. But with this particular person, um, I still had feelings for him and he would do certain things to lead me to believe that he had feelings for me also, but he really was just trying to keep his foot in the door right. so that, you know, you know, to see if I would, you know, still answer his phone calls and shit like that. And if, you know, hookups and all that types of shit. So when I got over that part of it and realized that that's what was going on, I blocked him because this nigga was in a whole relationship, flourishing right before my eyes. They don't care. And and I just didn't care. 
I didn't I didn't care to see it. I didn't feel like I had to subject myself to that shit. Like, you happy? That's cool. I, I'm happy that you're happy, but I don't have to watch it. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to pretend that I like it and heart child shit when I don't. That's real. And the fact that you and the fact that you low-key a slimy ass nigga because you you would smash if I was to hit you up with your girlfriend. Right. You know what I'm saying? I choose, I choose not. I choose to hand you back. To you her. like Summer Walker. Oh, which, brings, her back. Which, which brings me, which brings me to a very, very funny point. And I hope I remember it because I'm high. <laughs> what the fuck was I about to say? It'll come back. I'm gonna say when Summer Walker did that laugh and was like, <laughs> I gave him back. I gave him back to you. <laughs> yes, I gave it like. Oh, oh, so I really feel like single women sometimes don't get enough credit for the relationship coaching and work that we be doing for these bitches that be thinking that they happy in relationships. Can we talk about that? Can you go ahead and talk real quick? Can I I talk about how many niggas I didn't coached on the phone trying to smash and, and, and told them, no, bro, you know what? She a good girl. You need to you need to just like focus on your family, focus on your kids. Like I ain't, I ain't. You don't want these problems. Like I'm not what you want right now. Like you know. And then the next day, y'all taking pictures and he calling you his queen and shit. Like I, I should get paid for this shit. Let me grab the you offer know what I'm plate. Saying? Let me grab the offering plate real quick. We, we, just a little, to, just a little offering. We both because do the this. the funny part is, the funny part is they really be thinking that I be. Wanting they niggas. It's the funniest thing ever because I go home alone every fucking night. Intimidated. They're intimidated. Like women. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the I'm the littest halfway abstinent hoe that you probably would ever know. Like she a wholesome hoe. I'm a wholesome hoe. Hoe with I boundaries. Go home all the time. But I swear I be in all the group chats, bro. Talking about who I'm fucking with. I ain't never touched these dudes. It's crazy. And I love it. Because they make me feel like a fucking celebrity. Please keep talking about me. That shit is hilarious when I hear about it. You did. Oh, my <laughs> God. In that same week. You I mean, you I mean I'm like, I did. What? You was trolling. Was you were trolling uh, one year. You was like, if that dick don't have me hating the girl, that you, you just kept going. It, we're getting raw, right? We're raw on here, right? Let's go. So word on the word on the street is that I hear about me a lot of times is that I talk too much. You can't tell Jen shit because she talked too much. But what the what the real thing is, people do tell me a whole lot of shit. But if I talk too much, it it, it this it's a lot of shit to be different around here. If I talk too much for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? So when people say in my opinion that I talk too much, it's because I, I talk about a lot of shit that people like to sweep under the rug. You do. Or I call out a lot of shit that people don't really like to talk about. And I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm, you know, ultra, ultra bitch or no shit like that. But a lot of times people be afraid to hold people accountable. And the majority of the time, if you pay attention to my shit on my page, I hold myself accountable all the time for every fucking thing that I do. Whether it's do. good, whether it's bad, I hold myself accountable. I don't never get online throwing shade and nobody that supposedly did anything to me. If some fucked up shit happened, I blame me every fucking time. Now, 
Everybody doesn't think like that. So in their opinion, I talk too much. Because a lot of times I, I talk about shit that they're probably going through or they think somebody told me. I was going to different shit like that. And I literally just be online trolling. The majority of the fucking time, like if this was just a conversation between me and you tonight, there would have been at least three or four statuses by now. Because I literally just talk about shit and my friends would be like, bitch, that's a status. You do have status-worthy conversations. I can confirm well, bitch, that's it. a t-shirt. No. Put that on yeah. a t-shirt. Put that on a, a, a coffee mug. So a lot of times I'll tweet some shit. Oh, prime example. One day me and some friends were talking and I made a post and said, imagine fighting a woman over your king and then finding out that you got six or five or six more to go. You then said, I said, it's yeah. a tournament. That's hey, strong, sis, so viral. That, that thing is going viral for oh, like three oh, years. Oh yeah, oh yeah. If you really, if you do the research, you'll see my post was the first time it was ever posted. That's how people can know that you're the originator or something. You can't. You can change the date on some on some of uh, some Photoshop type shit if you want to. If I was to post it, but you can't find that shit no further than when I posted it. So I literally went. I said, "Word on the street is I talk too much," and the only. Thing that I have to say about that, because to anybody who's listening, that might have even said some goofy ass shit like that. And they're listening. Um, if I talk, if I talk around anybody, it means that I'm comfortable around them, or I'm I'm just confident at that moment. Um, I never sit around and just share nobody else's shit. You know, yeah. just for the sake of conversation and name dropping, like some of you niggas be doing. But they do. At the <laughs> They they name drop a lot. They and do. that's also why they don't really, that's also why they don't really get no ass too. No. Once I hear that once I hear once I hear nigga name drops, I you're not attractive to me. Have you ever at <laughs> one point you took us on a journey? You had a crush on somebody some years back and you took us on uh, a journey. And everybody was and this is the <laughs> this is the cool thing about this community she created, y'all, because everybody was so invested. In the what next? I might have a date tonight, and everybody like, ooh, oh, that nigga, and everybody was, hey, you was hype about that nigga. First of all, we was like, well, what's somebody? Because he, because he, I was, I was hype about him because he approached me like a gentleman, and he asked me on a real date, and the, and yeah. I haven't had that happen in a long time, and I, yeah, I was excited, but, um. Notice I haven't said anything else. <laughs> yeah, it went really dry. And, it, and it's like, you know, nobody want to be like, Jimmy, what happened? That's your business. But I was definitely like, I wonder what happened to the one guy. Somebody was going to get you some evidence. I don't know. Like he, um, what you were saying about me kind of just saying what I want to say on my page and taking a, taking people on journeys and stuff like that. I think the, the, the best part of it is a lot of times I for real... I for real be wanting to share like a lot of shit with Facebook, but I be having to pull back because people don't really deserve that shit. They don't. And it is, it's become a, we've come to a point where people feel like transparency, you, you, that's your, uh, like you're obligated to be transparent with them and you're not. Yeah. Like transparency is a gift. That's not, you don't, you don't deserve that for real. So when people are giving you transparent moments, you should really feel like, wow, like she really fucking shared that with us. Cause, cause people will pick you the fuck apart on Facebook. You'll be talking about some shit in your family and they'll get under there and give a whole thing piece about some shit that they know nothing about. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Under your transparent post. 
and then completely flip the whole thing. And then now you got an argument on your page and it's like, what the fuck just happened? Bro, I was being transparent and- Yeah, I don't argue no more. I'm, I'm doing better about arguing. I get arguing. triggered by that shit, so. Oh no, I'm not gonna argue. You used yeah. to argue? I mean, well, see, my thing was I argue about two things: social justice, which I deleted. I deleted all the racist white people. It's either that or black men talking about what black women need to do. Submit. This is why y'all single. Those are some topics that oh, really okay. just piss me off because I'm just like, on both ends, racist folks and niggas. Y'all gotta respect black women more because y'all not understanding how we put on for y'all. But so at least ride for us when we need you to. So I used to argue, but now I've gotten very quiet. For me, it's like. If you really want to hear my opinion, if you really want to know where I stand, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and fucking subscribe, because that way, at least I'm getting something out of you being nosy. It's kind of how I try to look at it now. Because the thing is, people that don't fuck with you will not stop watching you. It's the it's the Listen, wildest thing to me. It's the weirdest thing ever. It is. It's the weirdest thing ever. Like mm-hmm. I, I used to think that. When people say things like, oh, well, you don't, you don't really have haters. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe, maybe you don't want to call them haters, but I honestly don't really want to follow nobody that I, that I don't like. I think it's odd. Uh, I'm really quick to block. Um, Ask about me. Like I will block the fuck out of you. I won't talk to you in public. Like you blocked in real life. I block your friends. I block your cousins. I block your sisters, your brothers. Like, if I don't want any connection to you, I don't want you on my algorithm. I don't want you That's coming down my page. I don't want nobody tagging you and shit. And it's coming down my timeline. I don't want you in my explore page. Like, it's, it gets real. That's so, going to be me. I don't want to see it. So, just, new chapter. You said it's you said you think that's mean. No, I said I I get it. Like I don't want to see it. I'm starting to but I, yeah, think, I don't want to see it. Out of sight, out of mind. But I want to see it, but I kind of want to explore that part about picking and choosing who to delete. Because this week I started cleaning my stuff out. And I don't think it's necessarily mm-hmm. the same. I just realized there are people that maybe once upon a time you were connected to, but y'all are not mm-hmm. in the same space and they don't support you. So why are you giving them a front row seat to your life? You shouldn't feel obligated to keep people around because oh, of I don't, I don't people like that. Yeah, yeah, I do. But then it's like, what's the difference between unfollow and just delete? Like, you ain't rocking with me in this season. So what we doing? Oh, well, yeah. Because see, I'm getting yeah. I'm getting the two confused. So unfollow on unfriend, I mean, on Facebook. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Well, just, um, yeah. I, I feel, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I just feel like um, I have to control what's on my timeline. Right. Or my news feed or whichever one we're going with. Like, I have to decide what I want to see. If I no longer fuck with you, I really don't want you on my timeline. Like, it's just the way it is. It, it might sound weird to some people. I don't give a fuck. I don't think it is. I think that it's that like literally- be, I be blocking yeah. for mental health. I'm telling you, once I block you, I've tried. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried. Yeah, I've tried. And, it, and, you know, it's not even really a big deal. Nobody really gives a fuck that you block them, for real. Like, yes, they do. I'm not, ain't nobody. You know what I'm saying? I, I see myself, I see people, I mean, and the friends you may know all the time. Them motherfuckers be unfriending the fuck out of me. And I be thinking we cool. Girl. <laughs> so I see they asses in the people you may know. And I be like, oh, damn. I, I thought. Blocked. 
I got blocked and didn't even know I got blocked. It was somebody, we didn't even have a falling out. That's the funny thing. I wasn't giving her attention anymore because we just, we kind of drifted during my pregnancy. And y'all, we go back to this pregnancy all the time about how it really changes the dynamics of a lot of your friendships and what people feel entitled to and what they, what their expectations are out of you. So I kind of mm-hmm. moved back. I noticed that mugs was really messy during my pregnancy. And it was like, you I noticed that sometimes with women, they want you to dislike who they dislike sometimes when ain't no real reason behind it. And I don't rock with that. So I kind of start pulling back from folks. I looked up one day and realized I was blocked. And I'm like, sis, I ain't even been looking at you. So I understand deleting me, but blocked? I haven't done anything. This how, you, like, this how you be talking on this podcast all the time? A little you bit. Talking like this. I mean, I listened to a few episodes, but I think you was on your good behavior on the ones. I don't, because I mean, look, you, first of all, I was the episode that <laughs> I wrote. I, I wanted Jenny on the uh, Minding Our Missionary episode that had Chadris Denise and uh, Courtney with a K. So uh, that more, because we were talking about because we were talking about sex and I'm like, I need Jenny to come sprinkle some of that ignorant shit. I'm a virgin. I'm a born again virgin. Actually. I think you are. How long do you think you go without sex before you really consider yourself a ghetto virgin? A ghetto virgin. Don't call it a ghetto virgin. <laughs> so I'm really weird when it comes to um, sex. I can go really long without it. Like yes, it, it's not do. a big deal to me because I'm very, um, I'm very feelings and emotion based when it comes to sex. So anybody that I have sex with, I've literally have liked them. Or I felt something for you at that moment, even if it was just the Hennessy. It, it was still a feeling. Jenny, I'll hear It was still a feeling. Yeah, it was still a feeling. So um what I what I really what I really wish men would understand is I'm very complicated. So if I ever give you the time of day, if I ever come to your house, if I ever let you come to my house. If I ever touch you on your thigh, if I ever whisper any anything to you of of good of, of kindness and like if I ever show any type of affection towards you, I really liked you because I do not fuck with niggas. You you just be so I will tell a nigga no so goddamn fast and will not feel. No fucking way about it. I don't give a fuck. I feel like my time is precious. I wasted a lot of time with a lot of undeserving ass niggas. So now I just be like, no. You know what I'm saying? If I ever sat on the phone and listened to you talk or we had conversations, like I really liked you. And and the majority of the time, these niggas have these weird ass fantasies built up in their head about me. And when I show up as a real ass fucking person, just a regular ass woman with feelings and you know what I'm saying I, I want to kiss and I want to cuddle and I want to sit over <laughs> here with you and my lamb and I just want now y'all let me off oh, shit she, she a regular motherfucker like that what happened to my Instagram fantasy right like, I have so many men that say dumb shit to me like so am I getting the real gene or am I getting the Facebook gene <laughs> like what the fuck is that is on crack. I bet they But know. no, like everything makes me think of something else. So the reason why the date with the guy didn't really work out, well, it was a nice date. But the reason why there was never another one is because one, um, shit, I don't even know if he liked me that much. We never even hit each other back up. Like we text a little bit after that, 
But I think what pissed me off the most is like throughout the date, he kept saying shit like, you sure I ain't got to worry about no other nigga running up on me while I'm out with you, right? You sure you ain't got no niggas out here jumping out of bushes and shit that's going to come up and be like, why you with my girl, nigga? Oh, like, no. that's the dumb shit these niggas be saying to me oh, on dates. No. Like, I literally got dressed the fuck up, came out of my house, <laughs> drove to meet you, and this is the shit that you're sitting at the table talking to me about. <clears throat> and he said it more than once throughout the night. I, I can't make this shit up. And I'm like, wow, like, I'm literally telling him, you know, hey, I don't really go out on dates much. Like, um, so let's just, you know, let's just enjoy ourselves. We're here, we're at this restaurant. It's, yeah. it's a great atmosphere. Let's just have some drinks. You know, we're laughing, we're talking. And then we get to the next destination, which I made us late for, which is a lot of the reason why I never really said anything about the date because um, I was late. Um, but I wasn't. You don't breathe I wasn't over the fact late. that you was late. No, I'm, I'm, I'm explaining it. I'm explaining it. I was, I wasn't cocky late. You know what I'm saying? I was humble late. Bitch, what you know what I'm saying? Like I fucked up. Listen, I fucked up. Like my time, my time management was the fuck off. I'm not going to lie about it. I fucked up. He told me, like I said, I came to him humbly about it. I didn't show up like nigga, I'm me and you going to wait. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't show up like that. I showed up like I'm so sorry. Time got away from me before I knew it. It was, I didn't really know where I was coming to. It was a new restaurant. As soon as I put it in the GPS, I freaked out because it was like 20 minutes. Like I'm explaining the whole thing. Like I, I was humble as fuck. How can I make this up to you? He was like, it, you can make it up in hugs. I thought that that was the cutest thing ever. Like, okay, you smell uh -huh. good. I'll hug you. Yeah. I literally thought that that was, so that was squashed to me. You know what I'm saying? But when we got to the next destination, I kind of fucked up the reservations. But it still worked out because we were able to sit outside very, very secluded and have like conversation. It really worked out. Let me find but out if you again, fucked this nigga. Ab absolutely not. Absolutely Girl. not. Because I'm getting ready to tell you. I'm getting ready to tell you. <laughs> as soon as we sat down, again, he says, he, he looks around he looks around and he says, so you sure ain't nobody gonna run up on? I said, well, like, are you really that paranoid, my nigga? Like, that I just told you up. that I live a, I just told you that I live a drama-free life. I, I literally said this. I don't like drama. I don't like, you know, confrontation. I don't have any problems with any, you know, body that I've dated. I literally put this all up front at the, at the previous restaurant, okay? So now we're back to... So ain't nobody going to run up on us and ask me why I'm with a girl, right? So you mean to tell me you ain't dating nobody since? This is this is my thing about dates. Don't ask me questions that you don't want to know the answers to. Mm -hmm. And then if I give you the correct answer, don't interrogate me like I'm lying to you. Are you going to believe me or, or what not. are we doing here? What are we doing? Why are we on this date? I think when, you, when you're so confident, like the way you carry yourself and stuff, I can see somebody being like, dang. I'm I'm getting the date. Like I I was shooting my shot, but I didn't think she was gonna say yeah. Type. That's the thing, though. I want you to feel that way. Why is it bad for you to feel that way? Why? And then it to me it becomes a self esteem thing, nigga. Like, damn, do you not believe that you're likable enough for a woman to come out the house for? Am I wrong? Should I have? 
should I have uh, rethought this? Because I thought that you was a cool ass dude and I got cute to come hang with you. Why would I get cute to come hang with you when I don't even usually do this? And I'm telling you that I don't usually do this and you're telling me that I'm lying. So why are we on this day? <laughs> you're not believing anything that I'm saying. What? You clearly have an idea of me in your head already that you brought to this date. You clearly have an idea about me because all throughout the night, he was saying things like, you know, I know you probably got hella niggas in your DMs, like, uh, or he would say some shit like, um, so, so you gonna, now he asked me when was the last time I dated. And when I told him, he didn't believe the time frame. He, he just thought that, you know. So you mean to tell me you ain't been in a relationship? I, I absolutely expect for you to believe that because it's the truth. You asked me, so I'm telling you the truth. Like, why are you asking me questions if you don't, you want me to say what you're thinking about me? Yeah. And I'm telling you my truth and you telling me I'm lying because you got an idea of me that I'm I'm demolishing right now. Right. I'm you demolishing all this shit. Yeah. I'm demolishing all the shit that you thought about me and you're, and you're telling me I'm lying about me. So literally on dates, I feel like I'm being interrogated the majority of the time. They expect like, you to have a starting lineup waiting. How you know so many people? How am I supposed to fucking explain to you how I know so many people? First of all, you're a creative. Oh, she's saying, y'all, first of all, she's an artist or she's retired from being an artist or she just closet artist at this point. The girl sings. I'm all closet, closet. She sings. She got closet, music. Closet, yeah. I so there's that. Do you write? Did you ever write songs about these? Are you the ghetto Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift? <laughs> oh, hey, that would pop though. You that would pop ever, if I was look there. when Taylor Swift get mad when she when she dropping it. She write us. You gonna get a song about you? Good or bad? <laughs> Sis is gonna she gonna get a twitch and run. She gonna leave the family dinner table to write about your ass. Did you ever do that? I actually. I actually have been in a very lusty type mood. I've been wanting to write like lusty type songs. I haven't, I don't want to write hate songs. Well, I mean, your statuses take care of that. I mean, but that's the thing. I don't write hate statuses. I just write my truth. They're I write not, about shit that happened. They're not, you step on, you, you put your foot on. And men think, that, men think that I, looking at my page, people think that I hate men. And it's so funny because no, <laughs> I actually, like niggas too much and that's the problem and that's why i just stay to my fucking self because these niggas don't deserve that shit you a they don't deserve exactly they don't deserve that shit at all and i say that firmly i say that with 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 my chest so what's your type though so what's what like what is your type because you know if they they gonna Um, put it out there Y'all see how tight her face just got. Don't nobody give a fuck about my That made me think of, uh, that made me, th- I'm gonna come back to it, but that made me think of old girl when she, did you see that TikTok where she was like, every time I ride, I die. Every time I die. I am not oh, a ride, ride or die bitch <laughs> anymore. Every time I rode, I die. Girl, that should fucking be up. Was that ever you though? Have you Dread. ever been a no, rider? Me. I mean, I'm saying, oh, have you okay. ever been a rider that chick? Absolutely. Absolutely. Dusty niggas, no jobs, thinking I love these niggas. It was, <laughs> it was like, it was, it was crazy. That was back in the day, though. <laughs>
at comfort levels, we date at, you know, um, I'm a nostalgic type person, so I tend to go backwards a lot, which fucks me up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny. Yeah, I'm I'm very I'm very nostalgic. So um uh, I had to I had to kick that shit to the curb. But um as far as like <laughs> being nostalgic with people, you know, cancers are very nostalgic anyway. We like to hold on to good times. And and we will keep holding on to them fucking good times, even though shit is on the fuck fire and we still trying to hold on to when this nigga used to do this, hoping that that shit come back around again. We do that shit to a T. Cancer man, leave me alone. Oh my God. Cancer man. Cancer man be trying to talk to you. That's what I've dealt with. Man. No, I'm, girl, cancer men are like the worst thing for me. And I'm a Gemini cancer <laughs> cusp. I'm a cusp. And it's just, it's, oh, it's the manipulation. No, we're not good for each other. June 21st. Look, because it's just too much going on over here. I don't, I can't stand you, but I love Gemini you. Gemini cancers are not good for each other. No, but that's what I, that's what I find myself dealing with. And the thing is, I just, I'm one of them people where I don't, I, I get bored quick. But once I let mm-hmm. you in, like I'm hard to lock down. But once you lock me down, you better show the fuck out. Cause I'll 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 say, and I love how you rephrase spinning the block as nostalgic. So now everybody gonna be going around saying that shit. I'm nostalgic. No nigga, you spinning the block. Call that shit what it is. <laughs> First of all, my <laughs> version sounds a lot better. It sounds a lot more posh. It doesn't it make does. you sound like you're fucking up. <laughs> it's I'm nostalgic. nostalgic. Well, okay. Do you spin the that's block? My, no, that's I'm- my. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. We finna be having Why you fucking this nigga again? Because I'm nostalgic. <laughs> you don't want to start over. I, and that's me too. Like I think about I the chemistry I, I you don't. have with somebody, but you know damn well it's some oil and water ass yeah. shit. It doesn't work. But yeah. you know what? You love to touch a stove, though. You love to go back and touch a stove because it didn't burn the first time. So let me go back and just touch it again mm-hmm. to make sure that scar but was that what last it was. time. That last time. That last time I touched the stove, it, it almost it almost made me set the whole house on fire. So I had to leave that one alone. Damn. Ain't that don't you hate when somebody gets you out of character to the point where it's like, I don't even move like that. Hey, listen, listen, it wasn't about to be no brand ambassadors. It wasn't about to be no galaxy. It wasn't about the babies. I wouldn't have been able to live that one down, baby, because I was about to pull. That's the Lord. it was it's just the audacity for me. The, the 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 one thing that pisses me off about that type of shit, and I'm gonna get back to my type too, because I ain't trying to I'm coming around. back to it, trust. Yeah, yeah. Um the thing that pisses me off is all the time it ain't even the sex. The sex is is can be great, but it's a mixture of the audacity. <laughs> like sex and audacity is a motherfucker, but I don't know if anybody ever put them two together. But oh, wow. good sex and the audacity. Because you have the audacity to do the shit that you be doing to me <laughs> and saying the shit that you be doing, saying to me, and then yeah. try to treat me like a regular motherfucker that you just see every other day. Like, like there's no, uh, there's no levels to this. Like, what are you doing, sir? Oh. Like, how, how are you feeling like you have the audacity to treat me in this manner? It's BOGO. It's buy one, get one free out here, girl. Audacity is BOGO. It's buy one, no. get one. It's on clearance. Like, 
it is definitely BOGO. Like, do you understand the, the opportunity to, that you were presented, sir? You got to You understand that. that you are fumbling. You are fumbling a bag. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, you better never speak of this. Ever. Never tell anybody about this. Ever. Ever. And this is why I don't post niggas on my page, because... It's only a matter of time before some shit goes haywire. I don't save their numbers in my phone. If I can't scroll back through the conversation to see what the fuck we talked about, we haven't talked enough. Like, I don't even know what to tell you. Oh, so Your type. I had an incident. Where, I had an incident where I really liked the guy, had been watching him from afar. And finally, um, you know, we got the flirting and shit in the DMs, you know, dropping eyeballs and you know, all that shit the youngins do nowadays. <laughs> and, you know, we ended up, we ended up, you know, texting and shit. The problem was that's all we did. I hate that. Like there were never, there were never any plans made. Like there were, there were only plans made like maybe one time. And that was me because I was trying to set up some shit. Like to see if I like you in the daytime. You understand what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I'm trying to see if I like you in the daytime. So that's real. I'm all like, yeah, let's go eat. I'm like, let's go eat. But it was around a busy time for me. Not only was it my birthday weekend, but I was just moving into my new place. So I was really trying to squeeze and make time to see him, and it just didn't happen. But I apologized. But after a while, I stopped feeling, you know, coming down so hard on myself because you didn't reach out to try to make no plans with me. All we do is text. And all you do is hint around about what's, what's the other shit that young people say? Demon time? Demon hours? Demon. That's all you I didn't know what that about. meant for so long. It's I like, bro, if you want to smash, if you want to smash, just say that. You ain't got to act like you, you know what I'm saying, want to hang with me and shit. Stop trying to make it seem like because I'm calling you at grown up hours that I'm trying to smash. Like that shit used to piss me off so bad. It's called I'm so trying you to call get to me know at you. the midnight. You call me at the midnight. Them them clap hours. Oh really? That's all y'all do at the midnight? Sometimes I can't. So you sleep. don't you don't. So you you don't have pretty women that come over for nightcaps. They don't. Oh y'all ain't that. Oh damn. They don't. So y'all don't sit up with niggas late at night and, and, and sip wine and talk about business ideas and shit? No, because them be oh, the ones okay. be like, you coming over there, you you know, anytime something happened to a woman, you went to his house, you know what it was. I'm like, well, who who, who wrote the manual on what it was? Because I, look, because I like it in the morning, honestly. I want it before don't my nobody put on lunch. Don't nobody, like, so if I come over your house at noon, I'm safe. Okay, cool. Your dick ain't working around that time, so I'm safe around lunch. I don't know. My gotcha. daughter was definitely conceived during lunch, but yeah. So did you, you dancing around the question, girl, what is your type? Oh, my type. So I really don't even know. And I'm really starting to explore like other shit that I thought maybe wasn't my type. That's real. Actually. That's a great answer. Because That's I had put myself into a box. And even though, like you said earlier that I'm selective, I'm very selective, but I always still end up selecting the wrong motherfuckers every time. <laughs> <laughs> you horribly selective aren't we all though you know what's dope about and, that oh, let me tell that's you real. something let me you said another transparent thing let me tell you something else that's really transparent about me I, I've been single I realized why I've been single for so long um not only are the pick and slim they are mm -hmm. 
I'm that's a whole nother story for another time. Don't bite my head off. I'm just speaking from experience. I'm not yeah. saying all men are shit, but I'm saying all men are Maybe. okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna say yeah. um I don't trust myself. I don't trust my choices. I don't trust the choosing, I don't trust the men that I choose. Cause I fucked up so much that I feel like <laughs> girl. I feel like you know how they try to say, do y'all ever take a do you do y'all ever take a step back and look at it? It might be you. Actually, we do. We do. Once you done, once once you done been fucked over so many times, you start looking at yourself like, wait a second. Am I the drama? Am I look? No, am I, I the can't. drama? I can't be the drama. Am I, am the, I villain? the drama? I can't be the villain. Is it me? so I'm just like you know and you know and I started really it it used to upset me that people would say oh well you chose him it's like well yeah you don't know the foundation that led up to me choosing him though like nobody ever talks yeah. about the, the the road to choosing it's not like I just picked you out of a lineup my nigga you made yourself appear to be what the fuck I wanted so I chose you at that you moment you chased me and then shit changed yeah and then shit changed that's that's literally i it, it it like tickles me that people make it seem like people don't change you know no. that they won't be who you want them to be for the moment so because of that i don't trust my judgment when it comes to choosing a man i think that's a lot of folks but nobody again nobody wants to come out and say that so let me ask you something because i did the episode by myself recently and people uh, were really dogging and dragging Danny Lee about this whole debating situation. And people kept saying that you should have okay. chose better. You should have oh, this, that, and the third. I said, that, you really saw what I said. I'm like, it's a whole lot of closet Danny Lees and former Danny Lees yes. laughing. Like people be acting like they ain't made a mistake. If you, if you, if we all had it right, then we would all be living happily ever. I'm after. definitely, I'm definitely a former Danny Lee. The only <laughs> reason why. The only reason why I'm not a total, the only thing that I did not do that Danny Lee did was allow anybody to humiliate me publicly. Mm. Like I'm talking about like, but you know, social media wasn't, I mean, it, it was popping at the time, but I couldn't have sat on no live and let nobody talk about me like that. Yeah. However, he did, um, he did do that to me in front of another woman though. I was six months pregnant and, um, just the night before he had been lying to me telling me that he wanted to be a family and so I pulled up the next day thinking oh look at my pool and then when I pulled up he was in the car with another bitch so when I pulled up they drove oh. off I pursued them they pulled over on the side of the road he gets out the car and proceeds to tell me in front of her that first of all I kind of knew the girl that was really fucked up I can't for the life of me remember who she is right now, which is so crazy because I probably like suppressed that shit. But um, I can't think of who she is right now, but I knew the girl and she told me, well, Jen, he told me that he just had some chick pregnant and I didn't know it was you. Mind you, we were engaged. Oh my God. And I had I had just came from over his house the day before and he was telling me he wanted to be a family and he just needs some time and some space. I'm six months pregnant. I'm losing my mind. And this bitch is in front of me telling me that the man that I thought I was going to marry just told him that he had some bitch pregnant. 
Sure. Then he proceeds to get into another relationship after that. And she didn't even know that I was pregnant until I went into labor. So there's yeah. a reason for all there's okay. So there's a reason. So okay. that's why I don't talk about Danny Lee because I didn't do the shit that Danny Lee did towards like um, any of the ex-girlfriends or light-skinned, dark-skinned women. So I can't relate with her on that. Right. But I can relate with somebody treating you like a girlfriend, a fiance, um, living with this person, creating a child with this person, and then literally them telling you, yeah, like, there were, there were times where I was pregnant where he told me, fuck you and that baby. Like, he'll, he'll, he'll never admit to that shit, though. Do because ever. I'm the bad guy. You know? Yeah. But it's all good, though. Like, I, it took me a long, long time to get past that shit. Like, when, like, even when I talk about it now, it used to make me sad. But now I just be like, damn, look at how fucking far I've come. Ain't that so, so now I nothing. I nothing that nigga. I don't hate him. I don't love him. I nothing him. That's no, for real. When you get to a point where you can nothing, <laughs> you did, it's over. You can see my face. You saw my face. Like it's, it's, it's so very blank. It's there. just so very. Yeah. It's, yeah. And people don't think that's possible. That's why dudes are able, especially no, I when they're pregnant. Side, I see on my side. I walk right past them. I see on my side. I walk right past them. Folks don't think you can do that. Like some of us are like, we really about this peace life. Like if it's going if if well, cancers, cancers are the best thing. You know, it's my truth. And when I saw that shit with Danny Lee, it, it brought that shit back to me. And I was like, damn, I know how she feel. I, I understand. I understand. She made the little light skin song. I understand. I'm not taking up for that. Let's just remove that for just a little bitty second. For a second. And look at her as a woman. Just a for a second. And see her as just a woman who has just had a child and, and is now being humiliated with the baby in the room and other people online. That's all I saw. That's all Maybe I it's saw. the cancer in me, you know what I'm saying? And I just couldn't bear to watch it. So I don't even know all the details, Yeah. but I just know how it feels to be humiliated and um, talked about like a dog after you claim to love the person and all that shit. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's the thing. You'd be surprised. Like so many women resonated with, they were saying that they were triggered by it. And it, it, I, like, yeah. it took me back to a 20 year old me. That's why I was like, the thing about saying that people need to choose better and it couldn't be me. Anytime you say the words, it couldn't be me, that is like the kiss of death. Trust and believe when you say something can't be you and you would never, ever, life gonna make sure you the one ever, ever. And like, you won't get humbled in some way when you judge other people's journey. I remember being younger yeah. and going through my four years of celibacy and being in the church, uh -huh. never missing Bible study and watching girls in the church do whole shit. And I'm like, mm, mm, like I'm celibate. So I, I, I used to always brag. I said this on another episode, how I always bragged about the fact that I can count on one hand how many men I slept with. Like that was my badge of honor until I was, I want to say 32. I really thought that shit was a flex. And it was just like, first of all, you're not living. <laughs> you backed up, number one. Like you want some dick really bad, but you let people put you in this box of who you should be. So you ain't getting your cheeks clapped you judging them but the things that I judge them for their situations it would be maybe three years later I went through it and it was just like you gotta be careful because the universe is gonna always figure out how to humble you you can say I make smart decisions or whatever but don't you look down on nobody because life got some shit you don't know life be throwing fades 
And, and the smartest yeah. women, the most intelligent women, go through shit with dudes. Nigga, Beyonce got cheated on. Oh so is God. she an idiot because she's still with Jay? Like, you really got to just watch like, talk about people. For real. The, the whole couldn't be me uh, uh, statement. You know, it could, it could go for some things. Like, some, some shit for real couldn't be me. Like, the whole spitting in the mouth thing. That couldn't ew, be me. I could never. Ew, that's so you gross. Know what I'm, so I'm, not knocking, I'm not knocking nobody for liking it i'm just using that as an example of what i know could not be me (laughs) i can say that shit with yes i can say that with confidence that couldn't be me but some some circumstantial shit like with a nigga or something i'm sorry a man i i would never say that it couldn't be me because like i said um (laughs) like you said life has a way of making us change our minds every time it do. Like, couldn't be me. I, nope. I never, no I never sought out to be nobody's baby mama. You know what I'm saying? That shit, Girl. that shit wasn't on my list of things to do. <laughs> <laughs> we all had that. And like I said, if you, knew, if you knew how I grew up, if you knew how I grew up, um, a lot of people were very, very surprised that I even got pregnant because my, you know, parents were so strict and stuff like that. But yeah, um, you know, problem. they say. Most of the time. Yeah. But I feel like um I feel like you have to also tell your children why not to do the things that they do. The, I mean the things that you don't want them to do because just telling them not to do it makes them want to do it. No, it does. <laughs> My sex thought, talk was I awful. My mama said, You yeah. ain't gonna get nothing out of it. Your body ain't fully developed yet. You ain't gonna get nothing out of it. It's just puppy fucking. And I'm like, hmm, what's puppy? Fu-? Like, you know, hmm, what that is? <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> but it wasn't until my sophomore year, like he was like my first love, to, you know, but I mean, it was horrible. Like the middle of it, he was like, all right, that was a sample. Like he gave me two pumps and said that was a sample. And I'm like, what? Clap these cheeks. It wasn't a great experience. So she wasn't lying. But you're right. Like, that's just, Look, it, it is what it is. Y'all, look, what we're saying is don't be out here judging folks. It can be you. I, some of the most beautiful couples, the men that talk about they queen, like you said, don't be the one sliding DMs. I'm, and it ain't us talking down on love. It's just don't say never, ever, because it will. you will be in the midst of some ever, evering. Just chill out, be happy for what you got and all that good shit. And just, you know, swim in your vibe, which brings me to my next point. So Jimmy out here creating vibes for folks, y'all. She ain't just dodging these New Year's Eve is coming. It's almost the end of the year. What you got for these people, these fuck niggas, these couples, these singles? You finna do something. So I have an event that I'm hosting. It's being powered by Exclusive. Um, exclusive, is a, <laughs> exclusive is just a new uh, face in the nightlife that's just trying to emerge and, and create uh, a certain vibe for everybody in St. Louis. And they're yeah. powering this event. I am the host. Um, I have DJ Dirty Bird as my DJ. I have Indiana Rome performing. And there's going to be, um, you know, I you know I gotta say something. Okay. So uh, anybody, anybody who goes out on New Year's Eve, you know that um, things tend to be a little more pricier than on a normal night. Yes. Um, I go out, I'm, I'm outside, 
Um, I'm a nightlife person. I enjoy going out with my friends. I enjoy getting cute and going out listening to music. So being that I'm out a lot, I see. I see how people spend money. I see the things that people do in order to enjoy the nightlife. I'm, I'm not counting anybody's money. I'm just saying that I hang around people who are in abundance. They, they live in abundance. So um, I, don't, I don't try to price down when I'm doing something upscale. Upscale adds a certain flair to things that regular club nights don't have. And yeah. I say that because regular club nights still bring in money, but even the clubs themselves upcharge for, you know, certain things. So with that being said, um, there's been speculation about um, different venues here and what they charge and prices and different things like that. Well, my event, like I said, three levels, we're at the Thaxton, which if you know anything about the Thaxton, is very vintage. It's like a um, historical St. Louis location down on Olive. Um, I, they're giving me three levels, possibly even four, if I want to use the top level for like me and my friends or something. Um, I got a, the live, one of the liveest DJs in St. Louis. I got Rome coming in from Atlanta. Come on, Rome. Um, he has the best voice. Come on now. And you, and you know he's a crowd pleaser. You know people love him here. You know they do. And he's just on door Rome. 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 Premium liquor, premium, premium liquor. I, okay, I don't have okay. to break that down to real drinks. Okay, okay. Open bar all night. I got food, uh, catered food, um, champagne toast at midnight. <coughs> DJ led countdown. Like it's going to be amazing. Like I can't wait to find something to wear. I can't wait to see the guys in their suits and different things like that. Keep it all together, trying to create something so beautiful to give people a vibe and a great experience. Like, so when I first did Freakum Dress, which is something that I do annually, it, it just kind of turned into an annual thing. When I first did it, it literally started with a Facebook status that said, If I threw a Freakum Dress party, would y'all show up? I remember. And the response was just so dope that I just was like, All right, fuck it. So I linked up with um, a club here at the time. And um, the things that I've learned along the way, like my father would be proud. Like my first party, to be honest, was lit. But um, how can I say this when I'm sounding like a fucking asshole? It's, I don't want to be an asshole. We're asshole friendly here. Look, you already put it out there. You was a okay. church girl. You've earned your stripes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the brand that I linked with to throw that party really tried, <laughs> really tried to little sis me and, um, basically say that that motherfucker won turnt because of me. It was turnt because that's how it is every weekend. That's basically what happened. And because I came in on somebody else's night, they divvied up the money like Uno, and then I got the leftovers. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, but hold on, let me, let me, hold on, hear me out, hear me out. I'm not saying anything bad about them. I'm saying that I did not understand how it worked. 
going in with other people who already have a night at a club. They already have to divide that money up amongst themselves. Okay. So you coming in having a quote unquote event on their night doesn't really deem you any money. Oh. Okay. Or so I, th that's how it was explained to me. That's why I said the things that I have learned. So um, the next time I did it, it was a much, much more um, pleasant experience. Um, went, in, went in with a friend and then uh, it was really just the location at the time that didn't really hit it off. Like it was, a, it was an awkward location. But um, that third year was the year though. That's the year I did everything by myself. I, I got the event space by myself. I locked down my DJ by myself. Um, I did the event by myself. I did the event by myself, got total um, credit for it. Um, what am I trying to say? All the money was mine. Everybody was paid off way beforehand with the money that he fronted. I was able to pay everything off. So that meant every all the money that was coming to me was coming to me. So the door, online tickets, all of that did, a, did an awesome job. So basically that just made me realize that, you know, I do have the capability of bringing people out and bringing them together to have a good time. And that's really what promotion is supposed to be about. But I don't want to be a promoter. I just every now and then like throwing parties. That's it. Like but I don't have the personality. Myself. You have the personality to bring in the crowd though. Everybody ain't got that. Some people want to throw events, but it's like, do folks even like you? So I understand you want to do this, that, and the third, but who, damn, it probably sounded really mean. Who are you for people to come vibe with? No, I'm I not trying to, damn, like, I'm not listening to me. Now I'm, I don't want to be an asshole, nigga, I don't care. <laughs> folks be trying to throw events and do X, Y, Z, and it's like, but do people like you? If you are boring as shit, Am I really going to spend money to come hang out with your boring ass just because it's you and because of the venue of what you're doing? People forget. Folks want transparency. So if people see you being open about your life, it's like, well, dang, I'll meet her in person. I'm going to get that same vibe. So let's get it. I'm going to drop these coins. I'm showing up. Yep. Let me get my dress. Thank you. That's all. That's all I be wanting. Like, don't, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like I feel like people will say, you know, it's all right giving a certain amount of money to somebody that I don't see, somebody that I don't have like a, a closer um, connection to, <laughs> but somebody that you're close to, you can't see yourself giving them a certain amount of money. I guess because you are close to this person. It's you like, you feel like, why should I give this? Yeah, like, why should I give that person that amount of money? And I feel like if someone is bringing you out the house, creating, uh, creating an experience for you and trying to give you something different than what you get every other year, pay them what they're worth. <laughs> I can't stop saying that enough. And I'm not even just talking about me. I hang out with some really awesome people. I hang out with some really dope promoters. And I know when they have an event, I'm going to have a good time. What I think this is also how you clean out your circle and how you really figure out who your tribe is because your friends should be the first one. Well, I guess uh, let me watch it because there, because I might get into that. Whole, I know what you. Business. I know. You know where I'm going, don't you? But they not obligated. However, to do it. But, but if you gonna however, do it, 
if you're going to do it, you shouldn't be shortchanging. Yeah. And if yeah. you're not going to do it, don't question me about some shit that you usually do regularly with other motherfuckers. Just be That's quiet. all I'm saying. Just, just, just hate. Just, just, just don't quiet. support in silence. Yeah, just don't. It's okay to not want to do something. It's totally fine. I never, I never pressure any of my friends to do anything. I never pressure any of my friends to buy my jewelry. I never pressure any of my friends to come to my events. I do not treat them weirdly if they cannot make it. I do not treat them weirdly if they do not buy any of my jewelry. That is not what I base my friendship off of. Can I trust you? Can I talk to you about things that you're not going to go back and tell other people? Amen. Can I depend on you if, if, a, if a bill need to be paid to not run and tell somebody, damn, I helped her pay this bill. Yo. Like that, that's the kind of stuff much credit. I think you need to give us a Saint. You need to give us a Saint Louis um, Summer Walker slash um, Adele album, Jenny edition. I don't know. Okay, I feel like it's um, some fire in there. I'm like, that's a whole lot mixing Summer Walker and Adele together. My I mean, like. you literally call spinning the block nostalgia. So I mean, there's some fire in there that needs to go ahead and make its way into somebody's booth. Because anybody that does that bullshit. Could probably write a beautiful little hood anthem. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I really feel like I really feel like you're taking something very innocent and you're trying to make it bad. I am blown away by the fact <laughs> that you're saying that my nostalgia is nostalgia. I'm gonna think about that yeah. like all night. Like that. I'm gonna go around saying that I'm just nostalgic. You know, I just love it. And it's crazy because I really. It's crazy because I really didn't look at it in the way that you said it until you said it. I honestly meant like younger days nostalgia. Like I didn't mean like been in the block to a dude that I used to talk to like two years ago. Nostalgia. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. Because sometimes been in the block really is just boredom or it's just rebounds. Yeah. Or it's just, so, I know I can come I didn't, you're right. Never mind. But the way also. you said it though. It did kind of, it did kind of go like that's a that is a kind of roundabout way of saying like, oh, I'm just nostalgic. No, you just like going back. Nobody's ever said that. everybody like I'm spinning the block. You like, oh no, honey, I'm nostalgic. I'm classy over here. Like we don't. <laughs> yeah, I never would have thought to say that. I drink Perrier. When you said it, it kind of made me think like. When you said it, it did kind of make me think like, dang, that is kind of like. <laughs> You could kind of like cover that up with that though. You could. But, um, you you. I think you definitely could. I, I think it's cute though. But you. I mean, obviously, you learned from all the shit. So 2022 is around the corner, Jenny. What did yeah. 2021 teach you, and what are you looking forward to most creatively and personally in 2022? Okay. Um, 2021 taught me. That I'm much bigger than I think I am. Period. Um, I don't give myself enough credit for the accomplishments um, that I have accomplished. I don't really give myself enough credit for it. Uh, I can make anything happen that I put my mind to. Um, hmm. Creatively... I've really just 
I really just want to like, I really want to expand my jewelry. Like I want to expand it on a level that is scary to me. Like that's, that's the only way I can explain it. Like right now, um, I like where I am right now, but I don't really, uh, I don't really push my jewelry as hard as I should. And I'm working on that. I'm actually working on a whole promo campaign and stuff like that. So that's going to change. Um, with Galaxy, I really see that growing bigger. I do have a lot of women inquiring about becoming a sales rep and um, stuff like that. So I'm definitely going to expand Galaxy, my jewelry line. Um, I don't really know if I'm going to go completely into promotions, but I do want to start having like events every so often, like just randomly. It won't be anything that I don't really want to make it an annual thing, but just random things like that. But um, um, I also want to say that um, 2021 taught me that it's okay to just be myself. Like I don't have to, um, I don't have to pretend for anybody because like I said, once my dad passed, I don't, I don't really have anybody else to impress for real. So it's like, you either got to take me the way I am or don't take me at all. Cause I'm not changing. That's real. I'm not compromising. Shit. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to prove my worth to anybody anymore. Um, I'm going to tell you one thing that this party planning has taught me. It, it taught me that a lot of people treat you according to your importance to them, like how important they think you are. Um, if you're not important to them, you're not going to get the same effort and the same mm, that they give other people that they really believe in or that they really know, I'll say. Because if you don't know me, I mean, I ain't gonna say that you can't believe in me if you don't know me, but if you don't know me, you're not even taking the time to, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just teaching me that I have to be assertive because if I'm not important to people, they're not going to take me seriously. I know that sounds cliche or like basic, so. but like the resources that I have don't really fuck with me as hard as I be thinking that they do. A lot of times it's just on some gin hang out with you in the club because you pretty type shit and you're funny and you you make other girls want to be around me. But when it comes time to, to talk business and you believing in something that I'm doing and, and putting money behind it and stuff like that, it becomes a situation of... um I mean, you're not really a promoter, so can you really bring people out? Like that type of shit. Yeah. Or just on some flat out, if they're not smashing, they not fucking with you. Then that's kind of that's kind of where really I'm, I'm like in between that. Yeah. yeah you think it's really up, I had a I had a um real quick, I had a guy that I was um feeling for a minute and he um he had told me that he wanted to invest in my business. And a lot of time men will approach me about my businesses because they feel like that's a way to get to me because they know that's what I'm passionate about. 
So you'll sit up and you'll listen to me talk about my businesses. I'm I'm literally just vomiting all of this art and love and inspiration and telling you all of my million dollar ideas and trusting you with all of it because you're you're telling me that you want to invest. So I'm I'm telling you all of my creative secrets and you're you're acting like you believe in me. And then um in the end, not only did you not invest in my business, but it ended with um you just believe in me. Oh Jen, you just so you so beautiful and I just believe in you girl and this this and that you just a hustler and I love you. Yes I do. And but I ain't got no money for you to invest in your business, but you know what, what? I'm saying? Why don't you go ahead and have this child with me real quick? Yeah. <laughs> listen this is what you're gonna get it i love you, being the bad guy you're gonna get what you can you're gonna get what you came for and you need to go ahead and bring your henny for jenny because she's gonna give it to you first of all i think the event's gonna be super successful excited it for you. it's gonna I be am. dope so y'all already first okay. of all no tell everybody where to follow you Okay, so um, it's, everything is Jenny Levette, J-E-N-N-I-L-O-V-E-T-T-E. Everything is Jenny Levette. Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, my website, everything is Jenny Levette. All Jenny Levette, everything. Yeah, so New Year's Eve, she's trying to get it cracking if you in St. Louis. You yes, New Year's Eve at the Thaxton. New Year's Eve at the Thaxton is going to be popping uh, right now. Uh, promotion has really just begun so yeah you should start seeing a little bit we, we, we'll have to put the fire up under some asses so we can get this out there but uh, mine included but um, yeah it's going to be a good time it's going to be formal red carpet from 9 to 1 a.m the Thaxton if you know anything about the Thaxton it's beautiful I cannot wait I cannot wait for Rome to perform I cannot wait to see the dresses that my friends wear. It's going to be a really good time. Right now, early bird tickets are on sale. Uh, I don't know if um, if you go to Eventbrite, you can search uh, exclusive. And it's spelled X as in um, X-ray. Um, S-K-L-O-O-S-I-V exclusive you can just search that on eventbrite and you'll be able to find the tickets with the innovator spelling out of here in these streets she got yes yes, she got y'all so yes get into that i want to thank everybody so much for tuning in jenny coming here told y'all she a whole damn vibe and i'm hope i hope some of y'all get free (laughs) off some of the permission she's giving you tonight to just do what you got to do, cut off who you need to cut off, reevaluate, charge who, charge what you worth for your events. Just be yourself and don't worry about it and understand you can own your damn mistakes. It's okay to be transparent. It's okay to say sometimes I'm human. We, we all of that around here and she just, Jenny embodies all of it. So I thank you sis for coming on here. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's the end of the year, y'all. Thank you, you for watching. We got to do this again. Oh, we, gonna, do this. we can do this a couple of times. Look, Jenny going to come back at this point because we got some stuff to really unpack. So with that being said, I y'all, know. we are still in a pandemic. Do me a favor, y'all. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. And when you get a free moment, clean out your dirty bag. Till next year.